It is an existential threat to our economic future. Not enough people, not enough people with the right skills. Uh, that is the task. How to solve that very complicated problem was the task of the Growing Michigan Together Council, appointed by Governor Whitmer to look into our population decline and our talent deficit. Uh, it was a bipartisan, bipartisan leadership. They delivered their report yesterday. It was approved in a nearly unanimous vote. So what are the recommendations and how do we do it? Will it require a, an increase of taxes? John Ricolta was the co-chair of the Growing Michigan Together Council, a Republican, a former ambassador to the UAE, and he joins us live this morning. John, Ambassador, good morning. Good morning, Guy. Nice to be with you today. So I, I know this is a really complicated problem, and there are multiple solutions, and you've been uh, raising the alarm on this uh, for, for longer than most. Uh, when you look at the recommendations that were that dropped yesterday, which which ones do you think are the most critical to success in the future, the most impactful? Well, I think that the number one message coming out of the report is the almost unanimous decision to submit the report in its entirety. Uh, when you take a look at the ninth, uh, 20 member council, actually there were 21, but one never got filled. Uh, 19 point people voted enthusiastically in favor of it. Uh, if you were to hear the comments of each person before they vote, uh, you would have been very, very proud of uh, your fellow Michigan citizens who really took a lot of time uh, to ponder uh, the severity and the staggering aspect of this problem and come together in a bipartisan way. There was racial balance, gender balance. Uh, we we had people from the north uh, all the way up into the Upper Peninsula, all the way to the south and down river. Uh, it really made my heart sing to see uh, such a voice come forward that I think and we hope that the politicians will listen to. So that's really the first big aha moment that uh, it was cohesive in a very, very good way. had a lot of intellectual tension, but in the end we came together what we thought uh, was the right thing for Michigan. The second thing is, is that uh, we all recognize that the problems are systemic and they're structural. Some of them have been going on for 70 years, others a little bit shorter time, 30 or 40 years, but we have to address those systemic issues or our recommendations will fall short of, uh, of its goal. And the third thing is, is uh, uh, the surprise that we all had as to the trajectory of our population growth. Um, right now, uh, we have slipped significantly in terms of our percentage of the U.S. share of the population. And then when you match that with the fact that our per capita income has been declining for 70 years, you, know, you sort of have to ask yourself, where have we been? Have we all been at the sleep, yeah. asleep at the switch to this degree? So, yes, we did come up with three immediate tactical uh, strategic um, recommendations and uh, you know each one of them is vitally important but i think the core of it all is, is that if we don't prove our k-12 education system uh, we've got no chance of succeeding so education is certainly important uh what were the other things one was rapid transit regionally no i, I think you need to look a little bit broader than that the, the second one actually the order of them was first we wanted to establish michigan as innovation hub of the midwest and uh, america's new scale-up state uh, and if you take a look at like three things that are happening right now in our community, uh, the announcement yesterday of the uh, U of M Innovation Hub, right. uh, uh, Henry Ford Hospitals, a uh, big new program, their new development, 
that will include a tremendous amount of research and development. Uh, and then Ford Motor Company's um, uh, hub uh, at the train station. Uh, all of those are the kind of things that will allow Michigan to begin to advance. And this innovation, I mean, you know, you invent something and it's good for a while, but you've got to keep on innovating. You've got to be able to change. And I think that's a very, very important aspect of this. And we've got to do a whole lot more of that. There's uh, this the novel nice approach, John, called a Michigan Education Guarantee. What would that do? Well, we're trying to have a guarantee that all students will get the kind of education that they re- need and require uh, in order to enter the 21st century job market. You need to be proficient in math. Uh, you have to be proficient in English. Uh, you need to have some form of college, a two-year or four-year degree. Uh, you have to be able to enter uh, apprentice school. I mean, let's just look at the electricians. You guys had a great ad just to, before I came on about the NECA. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a shortage of electricians, but it takes. You have to have algebra and calculus uh, knowledge to be able to get into these uh, into these programs. And so that's what we mean by this education guarantee. And within that, uh, we have to have accountability. Accountability for teachers, accountability for parents, and accountability for students. Those accountability standards, they have to be improved and they have to be, uh, you know, put forth. How do we get union buy-in on that, John? I, I, well, you know, we did have Launch Michigan for a while, five years worth of effort. And uh, Launch Michigan, in fact, included the, the MEA and the AFT. And they bought into Launch Michigan's uh, proposal, if you will. And that sort of died on the vine about, about a year and a half ago. Uh, that particular launch uh, initiative uh, addressed accountability. So I, I think it's a little short-sighted to blame the union. Look, this isn't a union. This isn't a management problem. This is a Michigan problem. Mm-hmm. And this is the kind of cohesion that we need to have come together. And I think, look, there are union people, plenty of union people on this commission. They all voted yes. Right. I think you've got to take a hard look and stop looking for excuses and start to press forward and demand solutions. And this is what the council said yesterday. John, how do you implement these ideas? Is it raising taxes? How do you pay for it? Well, that's another really good question. I mean, you know, look, paying for it is the last question you have to answer. You have to answer the first question is, what's the problem? And does the state of Michigan and all the citizens really understand the depth of this problem? And the second thing is, what are these structural impediments that we need to get out of the way? Third is, okay, we've got three tactical recommendations. Four is, you have to really price these recommendations to see what are they really going to cost. We don't want the special interest groups to be using their calculation. We would like uh, professionals to price this. Then we want to see what's the return on investment. Is it worth it? Then, if only then, then you start looking for the revenue. And there are four steps in looking for the revenue, and it just surprises me how oh, we always go to raising taxes. My first recommendation was, and it got implemented, we've got to look at the current $50 billion budget and really ask ourselves, is there waste? Is it efficient? Is there room for us to stop um, uh, funding programs that don't bring the kind of return that they should? Amen. That's the, first place. That's the first place you have to look. And I believe that if you don't look there first – and make the case that you can't go any further. The citizens will not accept it. 
the inflation is killing the middle class right now, and until that subsides and until we take a good look at the $50 billion budget, and this is what the politicians don't want to do because that's really, really hard. The second thing you need to do is to say, are we spending and are we receiving all the federal dollars that we should be getting as a state? We have been slipping for a long time with used to be over 4% of the population of the United States lived in Michigan. Now it's a less than three, and we're headed for two. Right. Okay? The third thing is to go to philanthropy and private enterprise and see where they can help. And after all of those things are exhausted, now we can start talking about how do we tax the citizens of Michigan. And even there, the first question is, are the taxes that we are currently employing or putting out there proper for the 21st century? Right. John, I know it's it's a vexing problem. I love your list of priorities there and your funding formula. Thank you for your scholarship and the time you've put into this.